This is an AMI podcast. This is an AMI podcast. Welcome back. It's an AMI live audio presentation, folks. We are here at the uh, CNIB Community Hub, London, Ontario, 171 Queens Ave. Uh, it's just past 3 o'clock Eastern time, and this place is still rocking, ladies and gentlemen. People coming in, people checking it out. They're still happening. Their open house uh, really is actually finishing up this hour, and everybody turning probably going to say, so what's your point? Um, they're having too much of a good time in here. We bring Bill Shackleton back on the program with Ramya Muthan and myself uh, to start this hour. And um, Shaq, we, we normally sit in for a little bit of a, a buzz with Bill, but I'm, I'm told you have a little comment first. Well, I just want to set the record straight. I heard you earlier saying that I bring in depressing stories sometimes, and especially on Fridays. And actually, you read me the riot. I said, we want to make stories... Let's do a little, make them light. Uh-huh. I mean, nobody dies. Yeah, those producers did nobody that. Nobody dies. Nobody gets, nobody <laughs> nobody gets nobody pushed does. under buses and things like on that. Friday. So on a Friday, right. anyway. None of those kinds of articles. you got like a Friday. whole handful of specific <laughs> things that don't happen on Friday. I yeah, can so just imagine this conversation, Bill, with the producers. Now, listen, we don't want this. Nobody, nobody gets yeah. pushed under a bus on so Friday. So you're just no setting the record straight. Yeah, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just setting the record All straight right. from here on in. Yeah. Or I've been bringing in good articles. Light articles, well, and you know, at least on on Fridays. Yeah, Fridays anyway. And after, Mondays and, and Wednesdays are off limits. And in yeah. the meanwhile, Billy, I'll try to get the producers off your back. I know what oh. it's like; they're oh, always yeah, on. You yeah. know, um, Shaq. When we were kids, uh, seeing a, never mind a Muth and when that was, oh, uh, was or counting. how long that ago counting. that was. <laughs> CNIB structure, Billy. I know here in London. I don't know for you guys how you had it in GTA area at the time. Uh, we were able to be paired up with young people that took us out and did things. Now, we know the nature of some of those things today. You get into responsibility, reliability, checking on people a lot. These were young people that were in high school. There wasn't the, well, you have to get that many hours and stuff. These were just summer things these people wanted for their portfolios for college or, or other things they were doing, a lot of times college students. What, that's what we had here. Uh, I remember going roller skating. I remember being paired up with another young person. What did you guys do over there in, in Toronto? Did you take part in any of these kinds of things? Well, certainly my first contact with the CNIB was they had what they called the summer program where about 30, 40 of us who were all, I guess, from 7 to 15 or 16 or maybe 18, we were, pay, we were paired up with volunteers, and every week we went somewhere. Right. So we went to O'Keefe Center. We went to Center Island. Um, like lots we, of activities. Like lots of different activities. The only thing is that we had to bring our own lunches. Wow. <laughs> and it was very great. It was good. The volunteers would pick us up from, um, or their parents, depending on you know what the situation was. They'd pick us up from home and take us to the CNIB at uh, 1929 Bayview. And from there, we would, meet, we would just take off. We would use public transportation to go wherever... They, we, you know, they wanted us to go, and we, we spent the day uh, during, you know, doing different excursions, and then in the evening, uh, we would back uh, go back to Bayview, and the volunteers would drive us home, drive us home, and and that's how it worked. Wow, and it was similar for me. I mean, we'd go over to. Um uh, the Boys and Girls Club here, we'd go roller skating. Sometimes we'd just go swimming. And, and, and again, 
a lot of it was curtailed to what you like. CNIB had the, the summer picnic, things like that. So I see here a parallel with some of the things we're talking about here that the foundation and the different teams that are around putting, wanting to know, guys, what, what kinds of things do you want to do? What kinds of things are possible? I know. That was a, a different era, Bill. We talk about, of course, always liability and things like that. So we step it up by what we see here, a creation of a space where CNIB can do stuff, can, like uh, we were talking uh, earlier today about kids coming in here and bowling. You know, and little kids getting a chance to have some fun and do something like that because you can move everything around. But I, I, I liken it to that, Bill, because many years went by, these things were not possible. Then you got score and some of the other things that were more directed to get you ready for college or university. It wasn't necessarily Rumia, within the CNIB. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You did some of those things. Yeah. I, I took two courses, uh, a pre-university course and uh, adjustment to blindness was at the, the AV Weir Center, actually. And that was where actually AMI had his first office. Right, I remember that space. Oh, I had a lot of fun there. Yeah, it was know, I can't tell us what we went on. But oh, no, was, no, no, no. That's, that's stuff you, and you certainly that, can't on a that's, Friday. That's right, yeah. Uh, Ramya, what did time. you get to do when it came to the youth growing up? It's the same kind of stuff that Billy and you were talking about, uh, you know, excursions, summer camps, and things like that. But what the difference, I think, is now with the uh, foundation versus um, CNIB before that was you didn't necessarily have the space to do in-house things, right? You didn't necessarily have the resources to uh, stay inside and do activities and, and have like a whole bunch of things that you could potentially just hang out and do. So a lot of it was outdoors unless it was rehab oriented, right? right. You're learning ILS things or you're uh, doing orientation uh, related things and, and mobility related things. Whereas now with the, the community hubs popping up everywhere, you're seeing a lot of the, like you said, bowling, right? We got big screen TVs, we got movie nights, we've got yoga, we've got activities um, that can utilize the actual space and the utilities inside uh, the space that is CNIB. And the reaching out to outside groups, such as the CCB chapters yeah, that are around, in. and saying, guys, you know, what kinds of things yeah. would you like to use the space for? And it is interesting. And it's not I, just a conference room, basically. No, no. Yeah. And I mean, Ramya, I mean, with the foundation, and, and I think there's a large component with the foundation that is for that rehab for persons who have lost their oh, sight yes. or growing up, those of us trying to figure out how to fit in. You were involved in Toronto when they did the makeup thing, and, right. and that was really kind of special to talk about makeup. And, Billy, us guys, clothes and, and matching. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. They taught us, um, like, how to, uh, how to use tape recorders, how to clean heads, how to uh, this sort of thing, different types of On tape recorders, Ramya. On tape recorders. Okay. And, uh, tape recorders, I said, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. We had them back in those days. And, and, you know, all these little handy things that were for us, of course, then important. For Ramya, what you've talked about, too, let's, let's just talk about the youth. And not groups, but right now opening the conversations. And during our conversation with Glenn and Rob, that was one of the things we touched on, the fact that this is a space where young and older alike yep. can get together. And one of the weaknesses of the blind community is not, the, not banding together. Exactly. But this gives you the perfect platform to do that, right? To, to band together and to come in and hang out. You know, it, like in Toronto, I have a group of friends who all of us are blind, low vision. And now we can just, you know, when we're thinking of things to do, you can say, well, how about just go and hang out at the community hub, right? Because that's the type of space it is. Uh, you don't have to 
wait for the volunteers or wait for um, the program leads or wait for whoever. Not that, that those um, resources, resources are not available to us because they are. However, you don't have to wait for that. You don't have to wait for the specific camps and, and summer programs and things like that. You just have a space that you can call your own. Then, and by you, I mean the community. Or be bored going over and hanging out at Bayview or, or over here in London on Baseline, just kind of, what are you guys here for? Yeah, it's well, not a schedule. Comfy chairs. Where's coffee? Right? It's not a nine to five. You can yeah. just come out, and that's the thing, like the evenings, the weekends, you just, it's a great hangout spot. And that's what I think will attract um, more than just one age group, more than one, just one side of the community. It'll attract anybody and everybody because there's something in it for everyone. I like the idea. Cold, snow, rain. You say, oh my gosh, I got caught in the storm here. I'm going to zip over to the hub. But the bottom line here is you walk in here and it's welcoming. Yep. Every people, hey, what do you, even the people working here, they've got work to do, they've got a day's work, but there's still that time, that space for you to sit down, use a computer. You two did the tour. Um, I'm going to ask each of you, Billy, what during the tour leaped out at you? Was there something particular in this facility that you really liked? I really liked the technology part of it. Um, uh, there is workstations or there, there's accessible printers. If you have some work to do or if you have a call to make, you can make it in private. Um, you can do, if your computer breaks down at work, you can come in here or in your house, you can come in here, go online, get your work done, check your emails, that sort of thing. iPhones too, right? iPhones I mean, oh, yeah. and iPads. All and, yeah, of and your Androids. Uh, yeah. Yes. You know, <clears throat> people yeah. that are going to know about it. People yeah. are going to be able to talk to you about, That's hey, right. I'm kind of curious, like Glenn was saying, about the apps. Teach us kind of, how do I do this? Or I'm having trouble with, well, this is what you don't understand, or this is how you do it. I know we've talked before about how hard the rotor is to use because so many people weren't here in the era of changing a radio knob and it's the kind of small detail but what what a, what a game changer it makes for exactly. some people as mike talked on uh his his segment a few weeks back exactly ramya you what did you find oh. during the tour i was teasing about the stove being your favorite I'm thing i'm serious but. though it's the kitchen because and what i'm saying is like as soon as i walked by the kitchen and i'm a person with low vision uh, you know a, a decent amount of usable vision um, but I still like specific things like my contrast and my lighting and, and all that kind of uh, the space, the moving around, the layout of things. And I found that there was so much consideration that went into putting that kitchen there and, and the kind of um, appliances and layout of it that it just you automatically feel comfortable, right? And that's something that not a lot of people feel comfortable going into kitchens and doing their own thing, turning on appliances um, or, you know, using microwaves or whatever it is. So, so a lot of people are nervous of heat. Oh, of course, right? It, you just, you don't, it's probably something that you may want um, a sighted help with. So to be able to just come and hang out and, oh, I want to warm up my lunch or I want to make my own coffee or whatever it is, to feel comfortable going in there and doing that is, I think, incredible. When I toured around here, which I did Saturday, and saw everything, I don't know if I can necessarily say any one thing jumps out because it's just so great. All of it, I yeah. really love the drop-in feel. Uh, and I think that's many years of always thinking there should be a place for you know, people to kind of go, use a computer, uh, talk to somebody, just because we know one of the key things in the world for, of, of low vision or blind people yeah. is loneliness and getting out. Yeah. And I don't care if you're just taking a day to get on the bus, come downtown, or book paratransit, whatever, and you or stop up front and just come in. Exactly. Yeah. And I just, what do you, anything you want today? What's going on? Can I just have a coffee and a visit and a hangout, you know, while you guys are working or whatever? Can I just check my messages, emails, whatever it might be? 
this is the place you feel welcome at these hubs that are, are, are Great being location open. for that, too. Oh, man. And, and, and comfortable, uh, nice in here, and, and that pleasant feel. You know, and even people are doing stuff. You just settle in, and it's just tremendous. Billy, we'll save the articles um, and uh, get to them on Friday when Bill's back on the program for the buzz on Kelly Are they Friday-worthy, though? Are yeah, they? they are. Oh, okay, oh yes, good. they are. Well, I was kind of hoping that. I didn't know if you'd get into some of those kind that uh, in here might make people say, whoa, whoa, is oh, that what boy. he does on his show? Uh, we're going to learn a lot more about the facilities, what the hub is doing here, and, of course, the foundation. Uh, we're going to spend the next uh, about 40 minutes doing that. Brogan Freeborn, she joins us next right here on AMI-audio live from the hub in London, Ontario. This was an AMI podcast. For more accessible media, visit AMI.ca. Hi, I'm Ramia Amuthan. Join me weekly for AMI Audiobook Review, the podcast that explores new titles, introduces us to famous narrators, and updates what's hot at the Center for Equitable Library Access. Download episodes of AMI Audiobook Review from your favorite podcast provider. Hi, I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor. Hi, I'm Red Sale, inviting you to download the latest episode of My Life in Books, where internationally acclaimed authors discuss their lives, their work, and three books that have resonated with them. That's My Life in Books, available wherever you get your AMI podcasts. Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider. Join us weekly for The Pulse with host Joita Gupta, who brings us closer to issues impacting the disability community across Canada. Watch The Pulse on YouTube or listen wherever you download your AMI podcasts. I'm Margaret Shepherd of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hajar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods. The Walrus is Canada's conversation, and you're invited to take part. Download AMI's Voices of the Walrus, where professional narrators read selected articles from the magazine. Available wherever you download your AMI podcasts. Hello, I'm Sean Priest. Join me monthly for Sean of the Shed, where I introduce you to all the technology that can be so useful to us as blind or partially sighted people. Find Shaun of the Shed wherever you find all your podcasts. Hi, I'm Stephen Scott. Join me every day for Double Tap. It's a show where we occasionally talk about technology for blind and partially sighted people. You'll find us wherever you get your podcasts.